Welcome to Valley Girls Taste and Tell. I'm Ruby. And this is Abigail. Today, we are doing something a little different. We've gathered some questions everyone had on our Instagram, and we wanted to answer them today because there were a lot of them regarding health and healthy ways to make food and dessert. And so we're going to talk a little about each of them. So to start, Ruby, how's your day? My day is going well. It's super busy. I started my clinical, actually my medical nutrition therapy rotations and they have been busy. I'm at the Fresno Heart Hospital. I'm seeing a lot of bariatric patients and patients that just need surgery right now, getting a lot of nutrition education out there to them and really teaching them how to eat heart healthy. Oh, That does sound interesting. Probably you can share some advice now with us too, as we talk about different meals. So to start off, one of the first questions we had was how can we make everyday meals healthier? So what are the best tips and advice we have? Who should start first, Ruby? Okay, I'll go. Since I've been recently making so many menus at my internship, I have a lot fresh in my mind, but I know some easy tips, especially when I'm cooking for people that the easiest way to make your meal healthy is to add vegetables. I'm sure you're not getting enough vegetables in your diet. And if you are, that's great. Just worry about your portion control of your carbs intake. Okay. So you said add more vegetables. I think I try to implement more plant-based, which is vegetables too, but for the protein. So for example, maybe do a meatless Monday or try a different type of way to make something. So for example, I've been doing a lot of air fryer tofu. I've been trying different things like Trader Joe's has tempeh. There are so many options instead of having pork chorizo, you could have soy riso. And so they do make a lot of alternatives, but you need to be careful about them that the protein is coming from a plant because sometimes they can be very wheat heavy. So just being cautious about that, especially if you have a gluten allergy. Yeah. And Abigail and I are really good at making plant-based meals. We actually Since we started hanging out, we love just cooking pretty much plant-based or vegan meals just because they're so creative and the taste is amazing, right, Abigail? We've made a lot of good stuff. What's your favorite meal we've made in the past? I have one on the top of my head. I think I really like the black bean sweet potato enchiladas we made that were vegan from minimalist. I've made those twice in the summertime. Everyone of my friends love those. What's yours, Ruby? 
Mine is the one time we made, I think it was for Minimalist Baker, the stuffed uh, feta or ricotta. Oh, no, this was, um, this was a, a different, different lady. Yeah, I'll find it. But they were uh, stuffed butternut squash. Yes, those shells. with like kale and. Let's find who that was. There are so many different plant-based recipe entrepreneurs online and you can find right? a lot of blogger girls a lot of girls on Instagram that have really good recipes let me see too I have some saved one that I know for sure she's a lawyer and a mom but she also has a lot of great recipes I follow a ton of people on my fitness instagram ruby's fit fam so you guys could always check through there let me yes. see gosh there are so many like the connoisseurs veg the simple veganista minimalist baker how we said kale junkie and kale in the clouds rosie i used to follow her all the time recently through covid i've seen a lot more cultured ethnic gals making like their home meals but making them in like tiktok videos and reels you know so they can show people that you can eat vegan from all the different cultures you can eat healthy and fun different colors from all different cultures it doesn't just have to be like one color on your plate you know yeah and if you just look online you can see alternatives instead of using butter or a different oil and so really use your resources. You always can message us if you're trying a recipe and you want to do something different, but those are what we suggest. So always look it up. I do love Minimalist Baker because I always like to use what I have in my pantry and her recipes always are like eight to 10 ingredients only. So those are a couple ways. Add vegetables, try different plant proteins, look up the recipes, so those are our best pro tips for making meals healthier. Our second question we received this week was, what are some healthy desserts we can make? Oh, date balls. What about some protein date balls? Super simple. Get some dates. Is It's the season right now. Pit the dates out. Get some oatmeal. Mash them up together, you know oatmeal dates add a nut butter to it what else do you like to add to your date balls abigail yeah i like a dash of cinnamon maybe some vanilla mm. or almond extract and then you just roll them up put them on some parchment paper and then let them sit in the freezer so they're no bake actually which is really nice or you could put them in at 350 for like 8 to 12 minutes and watch them but the protein balls always stay fresh and they are quick protein snacks. So that's a dessert, simple. Some other desserts we like to do are, I love blending so, things. So yeah, like black bean brownie. I've made those very popular, very simple. Cacao powder, black beans, almond milk, easy stuff like that right Abigail what were you gonna say yeah I enjoy I just made with my nephew sweet potato brownies so you mash the sweet potato then you put in the cacao powder you put in an almond butter or nut butter 
a couple different spices like cinnamon, a little dash of salt, uh, and then you blend it all together with some oat flour. And then you can top with walnuts and you have sweet potato brownies. So that's a fun one. And then I was also going to say in our previous episode, we talked about nice cream, which is just frozen banana and other fruits. You just blend it together and you can make a sorbet that's dairy-free and no added sugar. So that's always our key is no added sugar. Pick things that are sweet, like the dates, and adding for sweetener in your dessert should always be something natural. So what are some examples of that, Ruby? Natural sweeteners. Natural sweeteners, I would definitely say dates. How about some date syrup, honey? It's more agave. Like coconut. Oh, yeah. Coconut flakes. Oh, applesauce. Applesauce. Oh, applesauce. Unsweetened applesauce. Banana. Yeah. So there you have it. So many. Mostly dates are pretty sweet is what we have found as a replacement, as well as natural maple syrup. And when you're looking up plant-based desserts, those are really fun and creative and I think it's way more fun to do it with a friend if you want to expand your cooking tips and techniques and baking. Yeah, and it takes some practice. So don't be discouraged if the first time the texture's funky or weird. It definitely is a thing in the kitchen that practice makes perfect with a recipe. But try not to experiment with measurements with dessert recipes more with cooking so that's very precise measurements I would follow what is recommended and advice that is very true I've messed up a lot of baking items just by going with the flow but you know that's more for spices and seasonings rather than baking because baking otherwise you might end up with a flat cake or a very hard cookie Yes, or something not so sweet if you're like, oh, I didn't add it all. And so just be careful with that. All right. I think our final question we received is, what are some Mediterranean recipes that I should try? That's what someone asked. I was like, how perfect. We're both Middle Eastern. Yeah, Abigail, do you have any favorite Mediterranean meals that you've made? Yes. So actually, one of my favorites is yalanchi or dolma, which are the stuffed grape leaves. And so Armenians make them a little different than other Middle Eastern and Mediterranean countries. But for Armenians, we use obviously the grape leaves, uh, but we call it yalanchi sarma. So not a lot of people know that. In Arabic, we say yalanji. So you get a jar of grape leaves, you need olive oil, onion, uh, basmati rice, tomato paste, lemon juice, water, the pine nuts, and some parsley and cinnamon. So basically you just saute the onions, then you add the rice the tomato paste and the lemon juice and you cook it. Then you add water and salt, you bring it to a boil and you simmer and cover for about 15 minutes. Then you turn off the heat, you add your pine nuts and the other spices like allspice, cinnamon, parsley, 
And then you stuff the leaves in this manner. So you put the dull side up on a flat surface. You add about a teaspoon on the stem end, and then you turn it in and roll it like a burrito. And then you press the leaf end into the roll. So it is a little process. They do need to be, they'll be wet from the jar and then you refrigerate it overnight. So very simple, but it takes a little practice. It takes a long time. My grandma yeah. spends six hours making these, but you know what? They are worth it. So if you ever try, let us know, tag us. We want to see your pics. Yes. Do you have another recipe for our listeners, Ruby? Another Middle Eastern Mediterranean? Ooh, yes. Um, so I made a video for my senior class about how to make hummus video, like DIY hummus, so you don't have to buy it from Sabra or any other brand. It's super simple. And I'm going to post that video on my YouTube channel, Ruby's Fit Fam. But you're going to need chickpeas. You can totally get chickpeas that are fresh and you can pre-soak them yourself that way the outer shell of the garbanzo bean doesn't peel when you're blending it you would just peel that off before or you can get the canned and make sure to rinse them and rinse away the sodium and you're going to need some lemons and olive oil and garlic for sure we love garlic and blend it up. Food processors are key, I feel, in Middle Eastern recipes. But you can watch that video for more on how to make your own DIY hummus. <laughs> I love that. And hummus just pairs well with anything and is a really good appetizer to bring with to any party or to your friends. <laughs> yes, with vegetables or pita chips. So thanks for sharing, Ruby. That also kind of goes along with, I wanted to give a shout out as we talk about Mediterranean food to a new downtown Fresno restaurant, Hummus Republic. So it's on 2424 Tulare Street in downtown, and it was delicious. So it's a franchise, but it's locally owned, and it just opened up last week, and basically pick what goes in your bowl and it's like unlimited toppings or you can make it a wrap or you can get it over sweet potato fries and they have amazing fresh lemonades like pomegranate lemonade and ginger turmeric lemonade so everyone should check it out hummus republic fresno look it up on instagram i wanted to spotlight because that is very new mostly there isn't as many mediterranean restaurants unless they've been there for a long, long time. So hopefully both do well made and hummus Republic. So wherever you're at, you can find your Mediterranean food. Oh, yes. Go and grab something delicious. All right. Well, we just wanted to answer those questions and give some tips and advice. So hopefully this helps you with learning how to make things healthier, a couple recipes or advice on making healthier desserts. And then our specialty, <laughs> last but not least, Mediterranean meals. So we will post this in the description of the podcast, the Yalan Chi and the hummus. But there you have it. If you do have any more questions, please feel free to reach out to us at Valley Girls Taste and Tell on Instagram. Yeah, is that all we have for today? That's all we have for today. 
As always, please support us at patreon.com slash valleygirlstasteintel. And we hope you have a great weekend. Yeah, keep listening. We love your support. And we are excited for some upcoming episodes. We're going to have a lot more local people on our show. And you're going to be so excited to hear about them because they have some juicy information for you. (laughs) Ooh, I can't wait. All right. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to share this episode with three of your friends or share any of the previous episodes that was your favorite with anyone that you know that loves to listen about things local to the Central Valley. Thanks for listening. Thanks to those that have supported us and helped contribute to this podcast. Original music by Micah Byers, score mixing by Jason Suda.